Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like we always do about this time. I was playing Richard Hard out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. This is episode number 15 of season 5, and uh, we're excited that you joined us today, man. Thanks for checking us out. And uh, we're starting the off-season program, guys, the off-season workouts and all that jazz. And I tell you what, man, this is a very exciting time of year for me. Like I, I enjoy the games. I enjoy all of that, but I enjoy like the nuts and bolts of building a team. I enjoy the scouting. I enjoy the draft and the mock drafts and all of that jazz, man. So we're going to get into that a little bit later, but first and foremost, let me go ahead and get rid of some of this housekeeping. Like I mentioned before, I'm your host, Edub. And however you have stumbled onto the show, we greatly appreciate you guys, Um, whether it's been my accident, whether you're a loyal listener, however you got here, we're just glad that you are here. Um, A big part of what we do is on our social media platform. So we invite you to connect with us on all of our social media platforms on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us at HawksBeat. It's all one word, at HawksBeat. Give us a follow there. Uh, For the Facebookers, we're also on Facebook. Just search The Hawks Beat. You'll find our page. Click that like button and you'll be abreast as to everything we have going on. We also have a YouTube page, so make sure you check that out. And the end all to be all is our website. The, that's T-H-E, not (laughs) T-H-E-E. Thehawksbeat.com is the hub. That's where you find all of our information and everything that we have goings on. So, Make sure you also make sure you also subscribe to the podcast. I'm glad you asked me that. Uh, <laughs> we we are always in need of more subscribers. We are also in need of more people to rate the podcast with a five star rating and tell everyone how much you love the show. <laughs> so um, yeah, so make sure you guys do all of that, man. We appreciate you guys checking us out, 
kicking it with us. You know how we do. I uh, got a jam-packed show for you today. We got some Hawks news we're going to get into in a bit. And then we're going to give you guys some more draft profiles of some guys that we've been scouting. And um, yeah, man. So let's go ahead and get into it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, news and notes concerning the Atlanta Hawks. It's time for some news and notes time. Um, not much really going on. Um, this is, of course, the offseason, so there's not really uh, much in the, the the arena of news and breaking news and things like that. But, however, there was some news that broke about Vince Carter, um, who said he was indeed coming back for season 22. Now, we kind of, he kind of already made that known, but I don't know why the story is kind of recirculating. <laughs> Um, he says that he is indeed playing, does plan to play next year. Uh, if he's going to play for the Hawks, that of course remains to be seen. The Hawks do have the option to, uh, well, they don't, everybody has the option to pick him up because he's a free agent. Um, my thoughts on that are simply this, man. I I would love to have Vince back. I think having him back would be an asset on a one-year deal, you're not going to pay him a whole ton of money. I don't think he's going to be commanding like, you know, 20 or $30 million or whatever. But um, for one year, I could see, I could totally see value in bringing him back. Conversely, on the same, on the other side of the nickel, I can understand if the Hawks want to move on from Vince. I mean, he, he is long in the tooth. Uh, there were some times last year where Vince just flat out looked old. If they want to get younger and they want a younger guy to, to take that spot, I totally understand. And that's just me reacting, uh, not really out of emotion, but just seeing things for what they are. Uh, I love I love covering Vince this year. We did a whole story on Vince uh, the last game of the season where we just sat and talked with him. Well, we didn't really sit, but he just talked to the media for like 15 to 20 minutes after everybody was gone the last game of the season, man. So. Make sure you swing by thehawksbeat.com and check that out. Um, yeah, so salute to Vince, man. We'd love to have him back next year on the squad. Also, the Hawks have begun pre-draft workouts. Now, a lot of these guys on the list are um, guys that you pretty much haven't really heard of. You're not going to see names like uh, Zion. You're not going to see names like Ja or names like RJ in the early goings. You're gonna see, you're gonna hear names like Armani Brooks from Houston. You're gonna hear names like um, Kai Bowman from from Boston College. Uh, a lot of underclassmen uh, they're gonna work out, and this basically is the Hawks doing their due diligence. Somebody asked me, "Am I gonna do a podcast on the pre-draft workouts?" No, we're not. Um, simply put, it's just a lot of guys who aren't really. A lot of these guys in the beginning, I know, of course, aren't even really on the draft board. Uh, they may be some second rounders. A lot of these guys may be undrafted. But it's really the Hawks trying to find a diamond in the rough, doing their due diligence, working out these guys and say, hey, man, we worked out this guy. And if we don't draft him, maybe we can bring him in to be a free agent. Maybe he could hook on with our G League team or something like that. Now, the difference between this year and in years past, if guys who declare for the draft as like a junior or a sophomore, if they don't get drafted, they have the opportunity to return back to school. So um, you see a lot of you see a lot of these guys are 
trying to come out and see, you know, just swinging for the fences. Let me see what's going to happen. Let me see if I can impress somebody. Because now, and I think it's a great idea, they have the option to return back to school. But you're not going to see any big names in the early in the early going. Uh, uh, Dante Dante Hall, Markel Johnson from NC State, Chris Silva, South Carolina Ford. Um, I mean, you're just not going to hear any big names. I mean, you can look into it, and we'll definitely be keeping an eye on it as uh, this goes on. But there's no really, like, big names or anything that you're you're not missing anything by uh, people not recording, not reporting on it that much. So um, I don't want you guys to think that we're, we're, jiving, we're jiving you guys as far as coverage is concerned. But um, we do want to get into some of these other draft profiles that we've been scouting. And we're kind of doing it from the from the top down. So, um, yeah. So let's close out this segment of news and notes and get into the next segment. Something that, uh, I don't know, man, I guess we just call it draft profiles. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into some draft profiles. So, um, brief recap, if you missed episode number 14, we started doing our draft profiles and then we are pretty much just taking a look at some college players who may or may not be drafted by the Atlanta Hawks. So what we have done is, and by we, I mean me, <laughs> we've taken a look at some of these guys. You read certain scouting reports, watch video on YouTube, and uh, rinse and repeat several times during the workday <laughs> when I've had some downtime. And uh, we just started previewing some of these players, man. And as much as I would love to sit down and write a nice article on all of these guys, it's just easier for me to podcast it and just tell you guys what I've th- what I thought, uh, what I've seen as far as my notes are concerned. Because I don't have a team. I don't have a team of writers <laughs> that can help me preview all of these guys. Um, if there's a guy that you want me to preview or a guy that you want me to uh, look at specifically, tweet us. Tweet us up. Tweet us at uh, HawksBeat on Twitter or Instagram, Facebook, however. And I will definitely make sure to throw that in the podcast. So um, last week, um, when we did our episode 14, we did draft profiles on Cam Reddish, Jared Culver, and Brandon Clark. So if you missed that episode, go back and check it out. And today, we're going to take a look at three more guys, hopefully. And we'll see how that goes as far as time is concerned. If I can get through them pretty quick, I may throw a fourth one in there, but I kind of want to just keep it at the three. So um, first up, first up is our guy, Roy, I don't know if it's Roy or Rui, Hachimura, Hachimura. I just call him Hachimura because I don't really know how to pronounce the first name. I don't know if it's Roy or Rui. I think it's Rui, right? So the Hachimura kid from Gonzaga. Junior, 6'8", 225, he's between 225, 235 with a 7'2 seven wingspan, long arms. Uh, had a great season for Gonzaga. Now, here's the thing. This season, he put up 20 points a game, right, as a junior. 20 points, 6 rebounds. Um, the crazy thing is, um, he has had a tremendous experience as far as like 
where he is now and where he has come. He's played some uh, international ball. He's from Japan. Um, averaged 20 points a game this year. In his freshman year, he averaged two points a game. So I think that speaks to his work ethic. I think that speaks to how hard he works. And if you're a guy, if you're a GM, and you're looking at a guy, this guy is ready to go. Like, he's ready to plug and play. A lot of these guys this year, when they come out, they are projects. But uh, Hachimura is a kid that you can throw right into the fire, and he's ready. He's got an NBA body. He's strong. He's long. uh, He has good coordination. He runs the floor well. And um, he is just... I really like his game, man. He he's above. He has an above average mid-range jumper. He can score on two levels. Needs to work on his three-point shot a little bit, right? Um, he shot 48%, but he only shot 31-3. So I think that that is a testament to him knowing exactly what he can do and what he can do well. He knows that he's not like a splash brother or anything like that. <laughs> That's why he doesn't shoot a lot of threes, but um, he has a huge upside, has the ability to be a, a really good standout defender. Um, I watched some video on him. He, he's, he has a great ability to switch on pick and rolls. Um, all of the scouting reports, all of the scouting reports label him as an above average defender, man. And if you're looking from a Hawk standpoint, the Hawks need to draft a guy with a high defensive um, IQ, high defensive IQ, high defensive energy. Again, I've said this in almost every draft this season. This last draft was about offense. Trey, Herter, Spellman. Uh, I love those guys, but they're not known for their defense. And while their defense has had, had gotten better over the season, uh, they will never be known as defensive guys. So now you need to kind of average things out, right, Travis? You need to kind of get you some guys that can, you know, get some stops. You've proven last year that you can score with everybody. You've proven last year that you're going to score with everybody, so you don't need to find a 25 to 30-point-a-game score in this draft. Um, Simply put, man, he, he's, not a, he's not a guy, Hachimura is, uh, he, he's not a guy that's going to, you know, take a team and put him on his back or do anything like that. However, he does have an extremely high upside, man. There's really no telling uh, what he can do um, as far as his future is concerned. When you look at his outlook, um, I simply said that, that Rui is a, he's a very mature player with a high basketball IQ, higher than most freshmen coming out, being that he's a junior. He's played three years college ball. Uh, he's played some international ball. Like, again, I said his NBA body, 6'8", 235, maybe even 240. Um, again, scores well at at two levels. Doesn't really, he's not really super explosive um, offensively, but he knows how to play within himself. Uh, if he adds a three ball at the next level, he needs to become a better passer. Both of those things are very attainable for him. You look at the way the Hawks have developed John Collins since he has come into the league, and you just think that what they can do for this guy coming out, he already has a pretty decent skill set. On the Hawks, you could bring him off the bench. Uh, You could bring him off the bench to spell Torian. You could bring him off the bench to uh, to spell Collins. Uh, I I think he has the ability to cover NBA threes and NBA fours. 
Um, could he be a, maybe a small ball five? Possibly, if you could throw him out there, you know, possibly. Um, if you're going small ball five, I think that Omari Spellman is probably better suited for a small ball five. Maybe even John Collins for a small ball five, even though he is 6'10". Um, again, he, he's going to be solid and ready to go day one to whichever team picks him up. Um, currently, when you're looking at the mock drafts, the Huchamara kid, he's going anywhere from uh, number four to uh, what are some other ones that I've seen? Let me, I have some of them picked up already. Uh, anywhere from like four to 19. <laughs> so um, he could very well fall within somewhere the Hawks are looking at. Um, if I were the Hawks and I was draft, I mean, I would draft him anywhere in the top 10, anywhere from top 15, like anywhere. If the Hawks get the number four, number five pick, I would draft him four or five. I would draft him four or five. If he, if the Hawks get like the four or five pick, I would not be upset. Now there's other guys that I'm higher, higher on than Hatchmore, but I, to me, he, 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 in, in this class, he has the ability to be a top five pick. And, and again, he has the ability to be a top 15 pick. I think that that's kind of how this draft is, you know. There's the the, the the few alpha dogs at the top, and then, you know, there's pretty much everybody else. But the Hachimura kid has my stamp of approval. Um, NBA ready to go, NBA body, very versatile, could fit in with this Hawks team. Uh, being that the Hawks like to play a lot of run and gun, he could, he could back up both forward positions and give you quality depth, uh, especially if you don't know what's going to go on with Baysmore, if you don't know what's going to go on with Denman uh, on that front line. So, um, that's what I think about the Hatchamora kid. All right, next up is Jackson Hayes, a center from uh, University of Texas, man. 6'11", 227, wingspan. Um, projects to be, of course, a center at the next level. Um, this is, he, he, Jackson is... I've actually seen Jackson tied to the Hawks in several of these mock drafts that I've seen. Now, keep in mind, a lot of these mock drafts are very, very vanilla, right? So um, they just have them slated as far as, like, team's record is picking. The Hawks have the fifth-worst record, so they'll have the team picking fifth. When in all actuality, the, the team can pick anywhere from, like, 4 to 12, you know? So there's no real, there's no real science to it as far as, you know, the mock drafts are concerned. But uh, he he appears to be around that uh, 8 to 15, 8 to 14, um, late lottery, mid-first round, depending on the team that wants to scoop him up. Um, average 10 points, 5 rebounds a game. Uh, does a lot of his scoring in the paint. Shot 73% for uh, Texas. Uh, he's he's more of like an inside scorer. Doesn't have a three ball. Still very raw. Still very young. Uh, one of the youngest players in the draft pool. Um, I really like the Hayes kid. I don't love the Hayes kid. I like him. He he's more of a a project. Uh, he's freshman. Um, six eleven two twenty is is is. It's good size, but you want to be a little bit bigger, a little bit beefier for an inside guy. Wasn't asked to do a lot of passing at Texas, so his passing skills 
gonna have to do better. Um, like most young big men that play college and try to transition, uh, he's prone to get into foul trouble, you know, and we see a lot of guys in the league that still deals with that. Um, John, our own John Collins still deals with that. Um, excellent shot blocker though. Really good shot blocker. Good defensive instincts. Uh, uh, again, we talked about his inside scoring. He was second in the nation in field goal percentage. Uh, doesn't really have a mid-range game, so he's going to have to add that. Again, you're drafting this guy. He, he's not like a Hachimura. He, he's, he is ready to play. However, there is a lot of molding you're going to have to do with him. He doesn't have a mid-range game. He doesn't have a three-ball and that is the the way the league is going now. You're going to need the ability to score at the second and third level to compete with today's NBA bigs, right? So if you do draft him, I mean, what are you drafting? Are you drafting him to take Dwayne's spot at the center position? If that's the case, you might as well just keep the draft pick and just pay Dwayne his money, you know? So um, I don't know. I mean, I... I think the kid's okay. I, I like him. I don't love him. Um, not really at the 10 position. Like, if, if they're a lot of the mock drafts have him going to the Hawks at 10, I'm not necessarily a fan at that position. I mean, at that number, right? Um, here's my outlook, my outlook on him. Definitely a project. A big man who can run the floor really well. I forgot to mention that. He runs the floor really well, man. Has good hands. Nice inside scoring touch. And that... that that is something to be valued, even though the NBA uh, big plays a little bit different these days. Uh, you need a guy with some inside touch. I think that's one area that um, the Hawks' current center um, uh, could use some development in as well. Uh, again, needs to develop scoring on the second and third levels as the NBA big. Great rebound. Well, not a great rebound. He's a good rebound, right? So you're 6'11". You need to give me more than five rebounds a game. Sorry. You're 6'11", 220. You need to be getting me close to 10 rebounds a game. You need to become a tenacious rebounder, especially if you don't have an offensive game that gives me points beyond the second and third level. Um, comparisons to Jared Allen are appropriate, I think, uh, from Brooklyn, uh, the guy with the, uh, the fro. Uh, the potential is there to become a solid NBA starter, but again, Still very raw at 19 years old. Um, he projects to go anywhere from, let me see where they got him on some of these mock drafts. Uh, right there, they got him at 10. Uh, some have him at 9. Let's see where this one has him going. Jackson, oh, he's got fun a little bit, fun a little bit, fun a little bit. Yeah, see, this one's like at 15. So uh, he'll, he'll definitely probably be a lottery pick, but um, yeah. How he fits in with the Hawks, I mean, of course, he wouldn't come in and be no starter. Um, and I think that depending on what you decide with, with Dwayne Dedman, if you do bring Dedman back, he's definitely going to be the long-term project. Um, he, he's definitely a guy that I could see, if he, once he gets drafted, may need to spend some time in the G League, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, the G League can do wonders for some of these guys, especially some of these young guys that are as young and as raw as him. He's 19 years old. He's 19 years old. So um, that is Jackson Hayes, Texas center from, uh, well, of course, from Texas, 6'11", <laughs> 220. All right, folks, next up is one Mr. Keldon Johnson 
from the University of Kentucky. And I'll tell you what, guys. I really like this Johnson kid, man. Uh, shooting guard, small forward, 6'6", 211, 6'8", wingspan. Uh, doesn't have the longest of arms. 6'6", uh, 211. It's going to need to gain some weight. Going to need to get stronger, of course. But, I mean, the kid is young. The kid is a freshman. So, well, he's a sophomore now. But um, draft position is probably looking at the mocks. Uh, he looks like he's going lower lottery, mid-first round. Uh, maybe slip into the 20s. I'm not sure. A lot can happen between now and draft day, okay? Um, average 13 points for Kentucky, five rebounds. One thing that you notice when you watch the tape on this guy is that he plays hard. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you, Keldon Johnson, I, you, you're going to need to watch the film on him, man. Watch, Go to Google and uh, check him out on YouTube. Um Good motor, good score at all three levels. Uh, he drives strong to the basket, good finisher. Um, I would say he is an above-average shooter, but, um, yeah, I'll go ahead and say it. He's an above-average shooter. However, if he wants to really uh, make his mark in the league, uh, his shot is going to be his bread and butter because he's not necessarily the most athletic, although he is a really good finisher. Um, he has great feet work and balance when he when he uh, takes his shots. Uh, when he sets his feet and shoots, he reminds me a lot of Bradley Beal. Um, he, he's just a great fundamental scorer. Um, but here's the thing that I love about him. He is a strong defender. He referred to himself as a defender first. Like, he's not only a good defender, guys. He wants to defend. And that is important. For this Hawks team. Uh, think about how many games that you've walked as a Hawks fan this past season where the Hawks have given up more than 40 points in a quarter. you got to start bringing in these guys that play defense. You're going to have to do it. Um, has a good motor on both sides of the ball, not just the offensive side of the ball, um, on both sides of the ball. Again, not the most explosive athlete, but he plays hard. He doesn't give up. Um, he'll be a fan favorite because he gets a lot of 50-50 balls. Um, he does a lot of hustle plays. And uh, he likes to get out and run, man. So my outlook on Mr. Johnson, I, I really like this kid. He's an NBA wing who operates at a high level. Very intense guy. Um, I said he loves to get out and run. A dynamic finisher on the break, which would fit the Hawks type of run and gun offense. Uh, this guy just doesn't defend. He loves to defend, and that's huge. Uh, Consider himself a defender first. I already said that. Um, pairing him in that second unit with Bimri would make for a very strong defensive unit coming off the bench for the Hawks, especially if Bays gets straight. If you don't know what Bays is going to do, that, uh, what they're going to do with Bays, you're going to have to uh, uh, replace uh, a guy who who has some level of defensive acumen. <laughs> Uh, he's going to need to increase his develop his ability to develop the three, which will open up his natural ability of driving to the hoop, man. Really big on the Johnson kid. I think that he goes probably somewhere in the teens. Um, but uh, again, man, uh, really dynamic guy, really athletic. Uh, I don't really know who to... I said Bradley Beal as far as his shot is concerned, but his overall game, I don't know. 
And I say that not because he's going to... I think that he shoots as well as Bradley Bill. I just think that when he shoots, he looks like Bradley Bill. <laughs> so, you know, take that for <laughs> with a grain of salt. But uh, the Kelton Johnson kid, I really like this kid. Um, very athletic. And uh, we'll see where he goes, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our podcast for the evening. Um, thank you for checking us out, man. As always, make sure you check out our social media platforms on Twitter and Instagram at Hawksbeat. Make sure you find us on Facebook as well as subscribe to the podcast. We got another one coming out. Um, not exactly when, but I got plenty of content uh, with these draft profiles. So I'll probably shoot out another one. Uh, within the next week so make sure you guys like and share um, the post that's going to come out probably tomorrow this is uh, Wednesday so probably Thursday it'll be up and uh, make sure you guys uh, like and share and uh, we appreciate you guys and uh, like always man we'll see you when we see you peace and love like we always do about this time. I was gonna rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.